Welcome to the Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes, 45 commercial-free minutes for patrons. Jam-packed with news of the day. From a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice, this is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. Our top story... The Secretary of State and top election official in Georgia, Brad Raffensperger, is investigating three different organizations reportedly founded by Stacey Abrams. And I think that is what you also said. America Votes, Vote Forward, and the New Georgia Project, which was chaired until January by the Senate candidate Warnock. Uh, there, it's under investigation for aggressively registering ineligible out-of-state or deceased voters. Th- this is exactly what I've been yeah. telling people about for years, specifically about the New Georgia Project in relation to Stacey Abrams' tactics. She founded that on George Soros' money in 2014, and the purpose of it was to build an infrastructure around the state where they train people, they train activists into using these tactics to get people signed up to vote. No. Any, any tactic, no matter, well, I don't want to say no matter how extreme, but some really, some pretty questionable things that they do. There were two things that I highlighted from the story. One was that they sent applications to New York, like postcards and stuff. Somebody reported getting a bundle of postcards. So the implication would be if you get it to a bunch of Democrats in New York and now mail-in ballots are the norm. And the, if the postmark of the mail-in ballot does not have to be from within Georgia, which it probably doesn't, then you have a very, very big problem if you can register people to vote. And then the other thing they were doing was soliciting Emory students to re-register as Residents of Georgia. Now, that would mean that an Emory student could stay registered in his or her own hometown yep. for the presidential election and then switch in time yep. for the Senate runoff. These are these are kids going to college in Atlanta, not staying in Atlanta. Don't know. They're just going to vote party line. Yeah. Abrams talks about this strategy in her materials. It was in an, in an article I read the other day where they were talking about the the touring gaming buses where they're giving away free sneakers and they're bringing kids in to play video games and talking with them about the candidates, what the candidates will do for this, but telling them to vote Democrat. I know because I've talked to some of these people on the phone who've called me doing similar things. And that tactic is we're going to talk to you as college students about which location is the best for you to vote in. So depending on where their parents' home is versus where the college is, they're going to be directing them where they should use that registration and vote. So they're really gaming it. And actually, the first time I read about about very targeted gaming was when I was reading about how JFK really focused on places where the defense industry employed a lot of people. I was so surprised to see that that was a JFK tactic, but... This gaming of voting, I mean, it got to where I don't know when it became very clear that the only thing you care about are like these a few purple counties. Yeah, absolutely. Everything goes there. And so this is just another form of this manipulation. And people that I've heard talking tend to believe that it's going to be pretty easy for the Republicans to win those two seats in Georgia. I do not believe that it will be easy for them to win them because of these tactics that Stacey Abrams is using to bring people out 
in a way where she controls who they vote for and to bring out the younger and dumber public who is just not aware of what's really going on. And when you combine that with the ads they're running against Leffler and against Purdue, which are damning ads, Purdue and Leffler are immensely unlikable, in my opinion. And when you have this ad that remotely affects people, or at least it feels like it impacts people in Georgia, because the ad accuses them of the insider trading thing, where they had the meeting, the private meeting about COVID before stuff was announced publicly, before the shutdowns were announced, and they sold off a bunch of stocks. And people are saying that they got all that out out of there and made a bunch of money and didn't tell the public, or they were telling the public to stay inside and stuff. And meanwhile, they're capitalizing. That's what the ad is expressing. And that people feel that. That makes people angry. Oh, and I'm sure it's absolutely... True, if not for those people, but for the vast majority of people, the the if I if it is still true, I don't know, but I think it might be. Mark Warner is the richest guy in D.C., yeah. and he did it all with these free quote federal licenses, the FCC licenses, which then he was this big staunch opponent of it because look what can happen. The And for a long time, they could insider trade. They could actually trade legally on stocks that they knew would be affected by policies. I mean, it's always been terrible. They did change that at least somewhat, but the, you can just see these guys go like Biden. He's been in Congress since his 20s. Obama never had a job outside of politics, whether it's, you know, look at Hillary Clinton and Whitewater. That was what the real yeah. thing was. Look at the Bidens in China. Look at how much they're going to make out of maybe having come up with no money to invest. If, if you ever tried to invest in a financial company, it's very difficult. And there are mi- foreign ones and there are minimums. I mean, I would, I think that that really bears investigating, but it's not just these guys. And the other thing about that, about whether they win or lose, it, all of what you're saying will justify a surprising result if the Democrats win. But that will just has the potential of masking actual fraud. Do you love freedom? Does the daily news leave you shaking your head? Does mindless conformity give you the heebie-jeebies? Are you surrounded by people who just don't get it? Are you right now wearing clothes? You over there, yes, you. Do you like cool clothes? Well, meet the Rye Guys, makers of fun, freedom-loving t-shirts and more, quality products for independent thinkers and other such troublemakers. We make each of our handcrafted tees with equal parts satire, mischief, and Rye social commentary. Put on one of our tees and you'll meet kindred spirits, share a laugh, and enjoy great conversation. Take off one of our tees and, well, we're not here to judge you. We support liberty, peace, and voluntary solutions to societal ills. And you have our word, our products are never tested on animals other than sacred cows. So, stop by today at www.ryguys.com That's W-R-Y-G-U-Y-S dot com. Ryguys.com. The Rye Guys. A rye wit for today's shit. And Propaganda Report listeners get a 10% discount with the discount code PROP10. To that point, Trump told Kemp in a tweet talking about Kemp to call it off, call off the runoff election because it's going to be so obvious that Leffler and Purdue won when they uncover the voter fraud with all the investigations. Because there shouldn't be a runoff because Leffler could not have won because there were so many people on that ballot. She didn't even 
what was she at like 30% of the voters? Oh no, she got less than 30%. So shoot, but the, the Democrat she's against now got 33%. So presumably there's a 67% Republican vote out there. Now it's a little confusing to me how, well, maybe it wasn't 67% Republican, but it's just, I, I, I wonder if, it's almost a guarantee that both both elections go the same way. It's either two Republicans yeah. or two Democrats, just because they're all on the same ballots for everyone, right? It's not like different counties are voting. It's not like Congress. So the, how many people are really showing up for this who are going to vote based on personality above party? And the campaigning is campaigning them in pairs. I got a call right before we started from an Ossoff person that I answered and I not even trying to, I short circuited her. I picked up the phone and she said who she was, said she was with the John Ossoff campaign in, in Warwick. And she said, can John Ossoff count on your vote on January 5th? And I said, I don't know. I don't know anything about the candidates. <laughs> and she goes, she said, well, what color are you blue or red? She, yeah. She goes, uh, 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 um, and then she started saying the same thing. She started going, can John Ossoff count on you? To, oh, you don't, you don't know anything about the candidates. And I was like, no. <laughs> and then she moved on to, to the other guy. Was it in an, a total normal accent or were you British? No, I answered this. I did this one just in my own my own accent. And was it Warlick? Is that his name? The other one? Warnick. I Warnick. Thought. Then she goes on to Warnick. She goes, uh, uh, can can Warnick count on you <laughs> to vote on vote for him on January? I, I said, I don't know. How? Right. I don't know anything about the kid. I said the same thing that I told her the first time. And she she paused. And then she goes, well, Warnick is is not a politician. He's and then I interrupted her and I said, oh, is John, I, is John Ossoff, the younger guy, maybe in his 30s, skinny, dark hair. And she's like, yeah, that's him. And as she's saying, yeah, that's him. I continue. I'm like, skinny guy, dark 30s. Guy whose dad has a yacht that flies the Chinese flag. And she and she goes, she stopped and goes, oh, real confused. <laughs> so do you think you turned her? Do you think she's now not going to vote for Ossoff? I think she was befuddled. I think she's used to getting people <laughs> saying, yeah, absolutely. I'll, she has my vote. But before the call ended. Who is she calling anyway? Like She's calling people Democrats who sign to make sure up. they get off the couch. Yeah, make right? sure they get up off the couch. She's not calling Republicans. No, absolutely not. I mean, no. part of their script, because I get the same script and text messages from five different numbers. It's always, can we count on you right. on right. January 5th to go vote? Before the call ended, I said to her, I said, ask around about the Ossoff yacht. That's true. <laughs> and she goes, I believe you. And then I said, all right, have a good afternoon. <laughs> well, so who are you going to vote for, Pinkley? I think well, you have to vote. I don't know who can. Well, it doesn't matter. I don't I mean, like matter. any of the them. The only problem, this is the only reason that I do not want the Democrats to win that, because you would literally have the Congress, the Senate and the White House all in Democrat hands and with no resistance. I, I, I just want the welfare warfare super state. Is accelerating no matter what. Yeah. It, it's like the only hope is that the warfare and the welfare thing, like they they battle for resources. Yeah, this I do understand just... that idea, 
But they I put can't these, advocate voting though. They put these events. immensely unlikable people up there on both sides yeah. that, and try and yeah. force you into a corner to where if you yeah. don't want to vote, they say, well, you're going to ruin democracy and let the other side have it and everything's going to be ruined because you aren't doing your civic duty. And I'm going, I, I, this, this is the exact type of propaganda that Vladimir yeah. Lenin used to try and force people to vote for, to, for bad choices. It's my St. Peter's rule. Like when you go, when you die and you're at the pearly gates and he asks if you've ever voted for evil and you're like, oh, oh, I I did. But it was the lesser of two evils. And he's going to be like, oh, so the lesser. OK, so we're going to put you in like the lesser of the two hells. Is that with you? <laughs> yeah. It's going to be, you know, it's very, very hot. Yeah. But it's not as hot. <laughs> yeah. I just I don't know. That's a, that's a I don't great know point. how to handle that one. So there's a rally going on in Georgia right now. In fact, I th- saw a flyer that said hashtag release the Kraken. Hashtag release the Kraken. You can find <laughs> a live stream of this rally under that hashtag. It's probably over by the time you're listening to this. But there are things going on across the board that the mainstream media isn't covering, that these newer networks or these networks that are suddenly emerging, not just One American News and Newsmax, but other ones as well. There's a network specifically dedicated to covering Trump rallies. But today, there is a March for Trump bus tour in Moorhead City, North Carolina. In Georgia, there's a Sidney Powell and Linwood press conference, but this is not a press conference. This is a freaking all-out rally where they're bringing up people in in Alpharetta who are part of, who are plaintiffs on the lawsuit to speak, and basically like a halftime rally go, what are we going to do? We're going to win? Where are we? I mean, it's, it's I, I was not expecting this when I turned on the live stream. It is mayhem. Are people wearing masks? No, there's no social mask. Distancing? Of course, no, no social distancing. Are there here. laws like that in Georgia? Like here, people would. Oh, I got to tell you what happened in New York. But like, are, are is that are people going to get in trouble for that, or is there no trouble? Here's the thing: they would call it a super spreader event. It's going to be no legal trouble in Georgia. They, they can yeah, do that's that. What I was wondering. Yeah, they'll. But they're probably not going to cover it because they don't want the they don't want the public focusing on the content of of the claims they're yeah, making. Yeah. So they're not talking about it in the mainstream Talk- media. Talk about an underground thing. I mean, that's it. The really thing. is. It's really hard. It's I, parallel I, to what Rudy Giuliani is doing with the other hearings. Yeah, and like Q and stuff. The things that are going on, not in the mainstream media, it, it's it's bigger than you think. Like I think it's it's I, really yeah, big. There was one hundred eighty thousand people watching the stream. I was shocked at the the level of energy. And I mean, it was like one of Trump's rallies at at its peak when when you're watching this live stream and. Then they had someone come out and just belt out the most beautiful version of the the national anthem. I mean, this was a, a real deal official thing outside the courthouse in a park in Alpharetta, Georgia. And what I think is oh, – let me tell you about the other events going on first. Rudy Giuliani testifying with allegations up in Michigan, voter fraud. He was in, I think it was Arizona or somewhere yesterday. He's going to be in Atlanta with Trump team tomorrow at the Capitol doing the thing. He's on like a 10 city tour like he's like it's the 80s and he's guns and roses laying out these voter fraud allegations and the media is ignoring all of it. I think that they are targeting the electors in these specific parts of the country because that is all that matters. If you can convince them, if you can lay out this evidence and make this case to them to where they say it's undeniable you can get them to be those faithless electors that you brought up yesterday however it would be at great personal risk to the electors that even if they see undeniable proof and evidence that the election was a fraud 
fraud and was rigged and Trump won overwhelmingly, they'll be putting themselves at risk and their families if the broader public that has not been exposed to any of it does not see the same thing that they see and instead sees people violating the the will of the public in their parts of the country. And they get threatened. Absolutely. If they want to exercise their flexibility under whatever laws and regulations, they get threatened. I've heard two stories like that. Yeah. Can I tell you about the guy? Well, it's not important, but it's a quickie. Let me just throw it in here. This uh, a guy in Staten Island. I was following his story. He had a bar and he called it the orange zone. I don't know if that was a Trump reference (laughs) or what. He said his bar is in an autonomous zone. That, I heard about this. Yeah. So he said, I have a liquor license on my wall from the you know previous regime or whatever, from the overarching. And but this is an autonomous zone. I'm going to operate in here, you know, outside the law. And he continued to run his bar. I think they revoked his license for that reason. And then he was arrested. He was arrested. This is in Staten Island. And I guess that there was not an arrest warrant out for him. He shouldn't have been arrested. He should have been issued a cease and desist order. But I just thought it was funny. Oh, and I think he faces up to $10,000 a day in in fines for keeping this place open. That's crazy. Yeah, I just think it's funny that like the autonomous zone can commit actual violent crimes on government property. In some places, and the government stand down. Yeah. But in this case, which is also a Democrat place, you know, with the same kind of supposed like loosey-goosey government or maybe not loosey-goosey, but just Democrats. You can't say it's a Democrat thing or Republican thing. And they're frog marching this guy off his property for... For just engaging in commerce that he paid probably a lot of money. If I, I mean, I think liquor licenses are like fifty grand or something. I don't know. I think there's a real, there's a real number of dollars for a liquor license. Uh, I guess he should have burned down the courthouse to make sure that he didn't get arrested. <laughs> yeah, he should have been him. handing out sterno on city hall steps, and then it would have been fine. Ever since getting to know the people and products at True Hemp Science, I have made CBD products a highly rewarding part of my life. From muscle rub to body lotion to CBD oil and my absolute favorite, gluten-free brownies, I have incorporated CBD products into my own approach to personal well-being. To find out more about CBD products in general and True Hemp Science products in particular, including their latest offering of gummies, check out their website and request a free personal consultation at truehempscience.com slash report. So I I did want to point out, though, that these that this big presence of I don't know if it's side stream or alt or what you would call it, but just because you don't see it in the headlines that flash before your eyes from the mainstream sources, I think there are literally millions of people who actually don't don't use those sources at all and have, have the other sources. So if Q is like a main source of news, I don't know. But it is really telling that Trump is threatening not to sign the the NDAA, which is so funny, the National Defense Authorization Act. Obviously, he's a huge hawk. Israel, people from the U.S. government said that Israel killed this Iranian nuclear scientist on Iranian territory. So, I mean, things are really heating up. 
And I just, and this idea that anyone isn't going to just rubber stamp what's almost $800 billion worth of defense spending is like impossible to believe. But Trump said that he was going to veto it if it didn't include in it scrapping Section 230 of the Decency Act. So that would mean what Section 230 is basically that the platforms can, if they want to, but are not legally liable to censor it censor their platform. So if you say on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, something dangerous, if it was the New York Times and they wrote an incitement to riot, they could get in trouble for that. But you cannot. You are not attached to the people who post on your thing. However, if you choose to suppress something political or whatever, you also are not going to be liable for violating somebody's free speech or anything like that. So it's kind of you have your cake and eat it too. And now that Facebook and Twitter are absolutely gigantic, they would love to shut the door to new people having that kind of open platform that costs nothing to monitor in return for heavy regulation and keeping out new entrants like Gab, which is why Gab wrote a letter that said exactly that for the same reason. Yet yesterday they wrote a letter like Go Q. So I don't I don't know how they reconcile that with Trump's position. It is interesting. I was curious about the same thing. And I'm always suspicious when I hear people in the news talking about how this is a bipartisan thing. Both sides want something done. And when both sides, I'm sure they do. Yeah, want something done, that tells me that maybe the public. Yeah, they're just shutting not. it down. It's just more control, more control. And by the way, talk about both sides. In one of the articles I was reading, it said there were 59 years in a row, the National Defense Authorization Act enjoyed bipartisan support and was signed. So even when Obama wouldn't sign a budget for years in a row, which is totally unconstitutional for them to keep spending money with just a blanket, you know, carte blanche, they always sign the National Defense Authorization Act. Yeah, they do. And I, I suspect Trump probably will as well. <laughs> Unless there's some, you know, another scheme. Actually, McConnell and Pelosi were using it as an excuse to rush it through and basically dare the veto or give it time to, like, go back and get an overwhelming, you know, veto busting vote. So it could very well this all this talk could just be accelerating it. So you don't actually read some new language in there that makes things even more of a nightmare than ever. Speaking of rushing it through, there's vaccine hysteria in the UK. They announced that they got approval. It's going to be rolling out next week here in the United States. We got the official release date. I think it's December 15th. It's going to be dropping just in time for your holiday shopping season. I was talking about this on Twitter last night because the way they're talking about this vaccine, it's who's going to be first? Who's going to be the first one to get it? Who's going to be allowed to get it first? Who's going to win the prize, the RNA prize? It's like we're in Willy Wonka and the vaccine is the golden ticket. And if you end up getting that golden ticket and you're the first one in line and you turn into a giant blueberry and have to be rolled away by Oompa Loompas, you can't say that you weren't warned. This is an RNA vaccine. Trump is an Oompa Loompa. Yeah, yeah, see it? Wow. <laughs> Did not even put that together. That was good. That yeah. was good. Full Absolutely. circle the whole psyop. I have a couple of things to say about that. The vaccine, not the envelope. Yeah, the, it, it, what, one more comment on that. And Charles on Twitter 
had a similar thought where he he says they're creating this artificial scarcity, which absolutely that, that's what they're doing. This influence approach, this influence tactic by saying that there's a shortage of something, which makes people have a desire to get it more. And like Black Friday, getting people to line up, they only they only release a couple PlayStations, and then everybody else has to has to come back later, and you wait in line all night. I could totally see a situation where they they reserve some of these vaccines for frontline workers and for nursing homes, which is what the CDC says who should get it first, and then a small amount for the general public who can get there first. I could totally see a camping out in the parking lot of CVS or wherever they're going to be giving these things out, a jingle all the way type scene where they open the doors or Walmart on Black Friday and they flood inside CVS and Arnold Schwarzenegger's knocking people off to try to be the first one to get that last vaccine on the shelf. They're they're trying to create this, this hysteria and strong desire for this thing that they are now openly saying today, the vaccine's are talking about how we don't know what the long-term effects of this thing are. We do not know, but we do know there are in 10 to 15% of people, pretty strong side effects, as you mentioned, that mirror even worse than the COVID symptoms that they claim for a day or two, but we don't know the long-term effects. Take it at your risk. They, and they said the second shot was worse than the first as far as that goes. They're, they've stated that they're worried that people will think it gave them COVID, which, yep. of course, I mean, what's the difference between getting it that way and getting it naturally? I mean, it's just just prompting your body to create immunity, which is what it would be to get it anyway. And they the fact that they are giving it to uh, residents of long-term care facilities and frontline healthcare workers, to me, I mean, the most vulnerable people. If you, if you rely on your immune system to fight what the vaccine is putting in you, and, and this is something that has never been approved before, isn't out there in the general population before. So you really don't know. They don't do, somebody pointed this out to me on Twitter. They don't do the studies on sick people. They do the studies on well people. So when they start rolling these out in nursing homes, they might go back and give you a mea culpa or they might make something up. But but there, in my mind, the the biggest risk here is that this will continue the pattern of uh, geri- geriatricide of of going in there and deliberately killing old people. That's what this looks like to me. It looks the same to me as well. Oh, I want to hear your stuff about Vince. That's probably going to be... Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow about ventilators. Yeah. Okay. A couple of just more quick things. I don't know if people heard this about the, the Moderna is a company that was, um, initially funded or in its early days funded by DARPA and Bill Melinda Gates. DARPA is the defense advanced research that way. And it was established just to develop an mRNA type medicine like this is. In its 10 years, it has never had anything approved. So you really have to wonder what is up here. And then I'm just horrified that it on December 17th, that's the Moderna one. December 10th, it's the Pfizer one. They're going to have one day FDA approval sessions and start putting the vaccines out the next day. And Johns Hopkins has already flipped the script on that by saying it's shameful that the UK has approved the Pfizer application and we haven't yet. It's like as if he said, you got the, you got the application at the end of November. I mean, as if two weeks is too long to wait when normally a process like this, if I recall correctly, is a just any regular FDA approval is 
a seven year process. A normal approval is a seven year process. And I, I just I'm horrified at what they're doing. Now, I don't have to tell you or anyone listening that the news is biased. All news is biased. Whether intentional or unintentional, there's always at least some level of bias in the news that we consume. And this bias does impact how we see the world. Fortunately, Ground News is making it a lot easier for us to quickly recognize this bias. Ground News is a new app that provides readers with objective data about the underlying political bias in all published news stories. It's the first ever news comparison platform. Here's how it works. Ground News collects data from over 50,000 news sources and runs a real-time media bias tracking. Then, the coverage bias rating is visually shown alongside the story. For every story that you read, you can compare how reporting differs across sources with different political biases and see if the coverage of the story skews more to the left or more to the right. Now, Ground News represents a larger movement of people who are fed up with traditional, highly politicized news. No one wants to be spoon-fed ideas or subtly influenced in covert ways. What Ground News does is gives the power to to the people so that you can make up your own mind. If you want to learn more and try out Ground News for yourself, and I highly recommend that you do, head on over to ground.news slash prop, that's ground.news slash prop, and enter the code PROP, that's spelled P-R-O-P in all caps, to get one month free of Ground News Pro. And, as an exclusive limited time offer, listeners of the Propaganda Report will get 20% off Ground News Premium Membership. So what are you waiting for? Get on over to ground.news slash prop and start judging the truth for yourself today. Yeah, they're creating that desire through the hype and through scarcity and through giving that that anticipation of the release date, just like the PS5. PS5 coming out in two weeks. Get ready. Vaccine coming out in two weeks. Get ready. Then making it look like this this bureaucracy. The FDA is standing in our way. The, we, we got it ready on the 15th, but the FDA is in the way. Public, beg for it with us. Chant. Everybody stand up and chant, free the vaccine, free the vaccine to the FDA. Tweet it at them. Shout it at them. This is exactly what happened in Utopia, the television show that I've been talking about. This is really bizarre what's going on in the world right now. It's that whole Utopia thing. It's just like so many other patterns I've noticed where they take some some event from history, Watergate or whatever, and they just airbrush out all the details, all the things that led up to it that made it plausible to a discerning public and they just put the broad brush strokes of a pattern out there that's been already implanted in your mind and then they just hit those highlights and they literally let you fill in and i'm sure this is a psychological phenomenon they know full well about they let you fill in the details well i'm sure he wouldn't have said that if it weren't true. You know, I'm sure they can't yeah. say that if it's not, you know, they would have liability or yada, yada. Or it could be just like last time when this guy was secretly recording, right? So similarly, by giving you this kind of predictive programming or in lockstep, step-by-step programming, it helps you craft a narrative that you can believe. And you can get this public support and enthusiasm for it while at the same time, I'll say it again, telling them very explicitly in these articles through the vaccines are, we don't know what the long-term effects are. We don't have a clue what the long-term effects are. I mean, he is telling Americans that he doesn't know what's going to happen. It feels like a revelation of the method thing, putting it out there so that you know, so that you don't have anybody else to blame but yourself if something does, in fact, happen. And I I just think people should do their research. 
I'm not a medical expert. I just think you should do your research. And personally, I'm going to wait and see what some of these effects are. I think there was like 40 to 60 days, they said. Well, uh, if it's not 30 days though. between the two shots and the second shot makes you sicker, yeah. I would, for me, for my personal preference, and it doesn't seem like they're going to give me a choice anyway. I'm not taking it. But yeah. if, if I were just a, a person who didn't have an opinion already... I would want to see like 30 days, somebody gets 30 days after the first one, then 30 days after the second one is 60 days just to see if I knew maybe 10 people and what their experiences were. And I do fear for the olds. Yeah, I I do as well. I'm wondering if with this thing releasing around Christmas time. Maybe or maybe after Christmas they'll do this if they if they don't want to use a scarcity for too long and they want to get more people in, they could very well start. With a PlayStation 5 purchase, get a free vaccine and stuff like that, pairing it with other things that people are out to desire. Well, my kids are required to get tested to go to school, to go back to school right now. And... For a week or so before they shut it back down? Yeah, it's... I don't know. It's very weird. I, I think that there will be, you know, the surge upon the surge that Fauci said, the dark winter, all this stuff, they're probably going to blame it on the holidays. But I just wonder how they're going to get away with masking the illnesses that this vaccine they are telling us will cause. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. that's probably what they're going to do. Yeah. And you're right. The The nursing homes, again, they were the f- they were the first hit along with the cruise ships when this thing started and now the vaccine's coming, they're like test subjects again. And we will talk about the ventilator thing tomorrow. I have some interesting stuff about, about that. I would like to see Fauci personally, if we're, if they're going to go with this, I, I would like to see them go full on. I'd like to see Fauci dressed up as Santa Claus on television with a line of children there. Maybe there's some plexiglass. Some huge, yeah. big giant needles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big giant needles for instead of candy canes, big giant needles that have stripes on them. And Fauci's gone. Fauci says to the kids, have you been a good boy this year? And the kid's like, yeah, yeah, I've been a good boy. And Fauci says, what would you like for Christmas? And, and the kid's like, the Moderna vaccine. And Fauci says, yeah, come on over. And he sticks the kid in the arm with it. That would be truly dystopian sci-fi. <laughs> yes. But I want to give a shout out to... Childerberg, who left us a very funny shout out, which I think bodes well for his sense of humor. 183 days since Childerberg 2, and to my knowledge, not one of us has gotten COVID. Can't say it's more effective than a vaccine, but Childerberg 3 is coming up and the science doesn't lie. So I am very much looking forward to Childerberg 3. I am... I think that it's I, I don't know if it's uh, going in Texas. to Texas. <laughs> yes, it's in Austin. I think it's the the 24th May, maybe the third weekend of May. Yeah, that's I'm right. super excited to do that. I cannot wait. That will be fun. In the patron 15, I want to tell you about that story of the prominent public figure who tells us how they get away with using lots and lots of vulgarity and saying inappropriate things. And I want to tell you what the top videos of YouTube this year are. You will find the first two of the first three very interesting. All right. I want to tell you about a an, a diversity policy that irks me and damages me personally. And also, uh, guess what? 
China is doing on the moon right now? Fornicating? <laughs> what? That's the first thing that came into my mind. What do you do on the moon? I don't know. You guys can find your Drive Time News Blast every weekday afternoon at thepropreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform or the Propaganda Report podcast feed. If you want access to the extra content that we post every time we post a DMB, go to Propaganda Report slash Patriot. Go to Patreon slash Propaganda Report, excuse me, and become a patron. And check us out on Rockfin where we do deep dive videos into the think tanks and their plans for world domination. Have a fantastic rest of your day, and we will talk to you in the Patreon 15.